Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, true creators. What I'm diving into today is it's something that I experienced a little bit last week. Um, I'm sort of, sometimes I receive energy reads on the collective. Um, Sometimes this is because I experience it myself and then I look around and I notice everyone else's. Uh, Other times it's because it's information that I've channeled and brought through. And, you know, this time I did experience a little bit about it, a little bit of this um, collective energy that I'm going to be talking about going into the void. I did experience some of that, but it really came to my attention when I started seeing a lot of people within my community uh, expressing that they were experiencing this sense of entering the void in lots of different ways and everyone's kind of experiencing it in their own way and also you know responding to it in very different ways for some people this feels super peaceful and they're allowing themselves to sleep more (laughs) for other people it's sort of this feeling of a vacuum for other people it's scary and and depressing and so we're going to touch on all of that Um, so if you have been experiencing this, you're in the right place. And even if you haven't, you know, save this in your back pocket, so to speak, because this is a regular part of the awakening process. Going into this sense of a void is actually part of what we experience as we go through an awakening. And it's such a good sign, you know, and like I said, when it feels good, It feels like rest. It feels like this um, potential creativity. And when it feels bad, it can be scary. It can make you feel like nothing matters. So without further ado, I'm just going to dive right into it. So what this void is, (laughs) is, you know, it's sort of like we have this endless cycle of creation. We have this ability to create in this world. And the way that our society is built, and we can all kind of attest to this because the world shut down last year and a lot of us went into this, whoa, what do we do? And it kicked in for a lot of people, shadow work or a dark night of the soul moment, you know, because we had this perpetuation of this activity that stopped and then when it stopped, a lot of people realized, I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to be still. So in the awakening process, sometimes that's what the void is. We have this endless creation and then we have this pause that, or this opening and it feels sort of, it can feel a little bit vacant or a little bit like, you know, that vacuum feeling. Um, and that is, happens because we've cleared out space. It also happens because we're starting to recognize a natural and existing part 
of the all that is, right? The everything that's in existence. A void is part of that. Void is a natural part of creation. But many of us don't notice it until we go through an awakening process because we don't pause, <laughs> because we don't ever stop the mental processes that we are within in this life. So a lot of times this, this void can come up because of stress or because of trauma, which, you know, right now in our world, we're all experiencing a lot of stress and stress and trauma happens when something that is unexpected comes in, which is really, we're living in an unexpected world right now. And, um, you know, becoming more adept at things being, you know, sort of on high voltage all the time. So when we're going through these high stress moments, the reason that this void comes in, even though it's a natural part of creation, the reason that it kind of hits us sideways, I should say, because it's always in existence, but the reason that it can cause problems or make us feel unsettled is when it comes in from a mental perspective, when we're experiencing the, the mental void. So I'll explain what that means. Our, our mind, and I talk about this a lot in my book, our minds are built to perpetuate cycles. And they do a really good job of that. And actually, it's a part of our ego and our, our mind to perpetuate these beliefs and these cycles because that's what helps us believe that reality is real, right? That this physical reality is real. That's what our mind is doing. It's actively recreating what we see, what we experience all the time so that we feel connected to this human reality. So you can see that when something upsets that cycle of the mind doing what it does, that it can cause some upset. And that upset can be a lot or a little, but you know, and then there's the generalized upset, which is what's happening right now, where it's just sort of every day, a little bit of something here and there. And we've got tons of energies moving through us all the time. And if you're awakening, then you're becoming more and more sensitive to this collective energy, which is a gift, but it also is a little bit difficult at first or a lot difficult at first. So we've got all of this happening, all of this um, non-linear or, you know, non-expected, unexpected things happening, which then causes an upset in the mind. The mind wants something familiar. The mind wants familiar and it recreates something to be familiar. And so when we're already stressed, our mind is going to seek even more familiarity what happens though is the mind actually can't find that familiarity in the world that we're living in right now you know and again i talk about this a lot in my book the mind is not built for this awakening <laughs> we've got to move into the heart we've got to move into the higher mind because the mind as it is is not built to withstand what's going on in the world right now which is constant change because growth is happening and it's happening so quickly and destruction is happening. The old ways are being burnt down. They're burning down to the ground and it's amping up. It's amping up very quickly. And so much has happened already, but so much more is going to be happening. And if we're not 
you know, deep within our heart and we haven't practiced these skills, it can seem very scary and unsettling and upsetting. So the mind is seeking something familiar, especially when we're stressed. And if we don't provide it with something familiar, we can begin to disassociate. And this is all what happens within the mental sphere, right? So the, the solution for this, there are a few different solutions. And the main one is to move into that heart space, move, move deeper into that heart space. Well, how do we do that? That's kind of an ambiguous thing. And I do talk about it a lot, but how, how do we move into the heart space? And it's so funny because the question of how doesn't really exist within the heart. (laughs) So you know that if you're asking, this doesn't make any sense, how do I move into my heart space? You know that you're in the mind, you're in that mental sphere and you're um, living within that reality. And that is okay. We've all got to make this switch. We lived in a very mentally based society that's switching to a presence-based society, a heart-based society. And... That is a big switch. It's a big switch, but I will tell you, once you practice it, it feels a lot easier and it feels infinite. It feels amazing, right? So we've got this movement from the mental sphere into the heart sphere. And and what does that look like? I'm going to do my best to describe it, even though it is something that is an experience. It's something that you need to experience to really know, to really understand, So moving into the heart means that we're present. Our heart space is connected to the truth of who we are. It's connected to our higher self and it's connected to the infinite, the all that is. It is our personal sacred portal to the all that is. So when we dive into that heart space, what we're really doing is we're becoming highly present. We're allowing ourselves to be present And we're tuning into that frequency of the eternal now, the infinite, this moment. The mind, again, it's going to struggle. It's going to struggle. Like, what do I do right now? It's going to, it's going to feel this resistance. And here's, here's what some people who have been entering the void have been experiencing, um, disassociation or feelings of a lot of discomfort, um, these things happen when we resist, right? When we resist what, when we resist being in that present moment and, you know, no shade, right? It's, it's easy to want to resist because we do, we have desires. We have, you know, not only do we have this mental programming that says that we need to make certain movements at certain times and It's a very real, very visceral experience to have the mind say, oh, this is not the way. This is not what feels comfortable. And and a lot of that feeling can be very, it can be intense. Um, And so I'm not discounting any of it. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it because this void, like I said, we're all being sort of drawn into it. And when that happens and we experience these negative symptoms, what's really going on is where there's something in us, whether conscious or unconscious, that's resisting being present, that's resisting being present with whatever's emerging. And what happens when we're present is we just 
you know, that level of stillness starts to allow things to come up and come out. So depending on where you are in your awakening process, being present, like I said earlier, can cause shadow work to come up. Being present can cause this dark night of the soul moment to come up where deep shadow work is emerging and there's no avoiding it and it's intense. Or, you know, this presence can cause once we've cleared out that shadow work, once we've moved through it and we've transmuted it and we have integrated it, then what comes up when we're in the present moment is whatever's in the present moment. And because we live in a time-space reality, with as humans, we're existing in time and space, which is fun. It's part of the game. And so when we enter that present moment, we sort of explode into this infinite. And from that infinite space, true creation emerges. And this true creation, what that feels like is play. It feels like, you know, choice, freedom, and mastery is how I describe it within my book. We recognize that we have the power to choose on this infinite level, right? So when we're in the present moment, we activate our ability to really choose. And then the second part of that freedom, we see that we are always free. We are infinitely free. We always have been, and we always will be free regardless of what our mind is telling us about our life circumstances. And then mastery comes in, in that present moment. And mastery is where we begin to play with all of these aspects of creation We begin to play with true creation and what it means to be in the present moment and then take the desires that emerge and flow with them. We flow with them. We play with them. We experiment. We allow it. We see what's emerging. We have that moment of pause and recognize in the present moment we can create whatever we want. And, and then we start to say, what do I want? And then we create that, right? So this is the path of, of, uh, mastery is learning to create what we really desire from those deep levels of desire. I also just as an aside, I want to share with you that something that I checked in on last week was that we are having a major heart expansion right now as a collective, lots of people's hearts are sort of being just blown wide open. And when I channeled that, I thought that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. And I can feel it within myself. And the next part that came through was when a heart expansion happens, not everybody feels love. (laughs) Some people, instead of feeling love, they feel anger. And some people, when they have this major heart expansion, they feel sadness. All of this, when we have an expansion, if you can imagine it in purely physical terms, imagine that we blow up a balloon, right? That's an expansion. Well, what's created? What's created inside of that balloon is space. And that can be uncomfortable. So for some people, when we have a heart expansion, the anger comes up as a way to protect ourselves from vulnerability. But 
the other thing that can happen is when we have this major heart expansion, we notice the void and the void feels really uncomfortable. The void can feel, can feel uncomfortable, I should say. It doesn't necessarily have to feel uncomfortable, but it can feel very uncomfortable. And when we experience this discomfort of having all of this open space, right? So what's really happening is we've cleared out the old and we're, we, we now have this vacancy for creation. And that vacancy can feel daunting. It can feel... Um, like I said, we can, it can cause some disassociation, which can show up as what does it even matter? Nothing matters. Um, I, man, I've been seeing that a lot lately and that actually was the part that I experienced. And when that comes up, that can be very scary, you know, just sort of this feeling of why bother? What's the point? So when that feeling comes up of what's the point Let me explain what that really is. That is a deep, deep level of awakening because you're coming into the understanding that there really isn't a point. And I'm not saying this to create this nihilistic view of life. In fact, I think maybe it's because I watched what's that, what's that one (laughs) movie where there's the nihilists and all of that. And for me, I think of nihilism as almost comical, but that deep nihilism, that deep sense, I don't even want to call it that, that deep sense of void. What's the point? Why am I even doing this? It doesn't feel like sadness. It feels deeper than that. It feels like a void. And immediately, you know, when I experienced this last week, and I've had it multiple times throughout my awakening, I knew what that was. But if we don't know what that is, it can be very, very scary. Um, and this feeling of why does it even matter is a deep level of awakening. And what's really happening is we're cueing into the understanding that what matters is what we create, that we create what is important in life that, and that we have been all along. And it often comes up when we've reached a new level of clearing out the old because the old is just programming that says function this way, do this thing. Here's your reality. Keep going, right? When we clear that out, when we start to end certain patterns within ourselves that, you know, it's pre-reprogramming and pre-programmed things that say this is how to do it. When we start to clear that out, Whoa, the level of mastery and responsibility that comes into us of, you know, now it's up to us to create it. That can be so daunting and it can cause a high level of fear. It can cause, um, you know, on, on a less, uh, existential place, it can cause boredom or, I mean, that boredom can be really deep though. And in, in a really deep way, it can cause this feeling of nothing matters. So what do we do when we get there? There are a few different things, and I'm going to give you tools right now. I like to give really concrete tools uh, because when we have really concrete tools, we can then implement them right away. So that's why I like to give these. So the first thing to do when we're experiencing this level of 
you know, nothing matters. If we're getting really deep into that void, whether it's comfortable or not, check in with your heart space. Are you in the heart space? That would be the first step. How do we move into the heart space? The simplest way that I know how to communicate moving into the heart space is just breathe. Just breathe. Take a breath with me. Now sit with that. Sit with that feeling, that silence. Sit within your body and just observe. What did that feel like? That's a really, really good way to move into the heart space because our breath is right there where our heart space is. So we can tune in physically on the physical level by tuning into our breath. Now, the heart space in terms of our chakras, our energy centers, and our portals, the portal that I'm talking about, it's located right on the spine, right there at the heart center, where our heart is, but in the center. Um, And I won't go too much into this, but I have met a few people who have a high level of healing mastery for them in this life, and they experience two hearts. They experience one on the right and one on the left. So I just want to mention that because that's a really beautiful phenomenon that I've encountered with others, um, that they sense their, their both hearts and then also the heart center in the middle. So what we want to do is tune into that heart center in the middle and imagine that this spot on our spine is connected to the all that is. And just by focusing, truly it's so powerful, just by bringing our attention, our consciousness, and our awareness to a physical location within the body, we can activate it. So bring your attention to the heart center. It seems very trite. You know, we hear it in yoga, bring your awareness to the heart center. But this is actually highly activating because our focus creates. We're learning this in quantum physics. This is the truth of who we are. Our focus masterfully creates our reality. So just by tuning in, just by focusing on our heart center, we activate it. We bring our awareness to it and we expand it. So that's how we can connect to the heart center. And then we just listen. We just hear. We tune in. We listen as if it's a good friend, right? As I say in my channeling course, you're going to listen at the level of, you know, when you're a little kid and you're by yourself and you hear a noise in the house, you're going to listen at that level. (laughs) Okay, back to the matter at hand. Um, The next part that we're going to do, the next key that I'm going to give you is to surrender. Surrender. What does that mean? Surrender is so scary for so many people. And just saying it, I remember when I first heard surrender, I was like, I think I am, but I don't know how. What are you talking about? And again, it's one of those things that it's just an experience. It's hard to describe, but once you've experienced it, it's powerful. So surrender. What does surrender mean? Surrender really just means being present. And presence is more than what we tend to think of it. Presence is very, very, very powerful. It tunes us into the infinite 
now, the infinite moment of now. And so how do we surrender? Well, again, I'm just going to do my best to describe different techniques that I've used to surrender. One is that I just literally say to myself, I surrender, I surrender, and I just repeat it over and over and over again. I surrender, I surrender. And what that tends to do is it kind of clicks the mind into, I don't need to figure this out right now. This isn't mine to figure out. And when I say this isn't mine, what I mean is I'm not going to try and take this on, even if it's my life, you know, even if it's like uh, my process, what I'm going to do is say, I surrender. This isn't mine to take care of. I surrender it to someone else. Think about what the literal term surrender means. If you were to do this on a physical level, you surrender your phone to someone. That means you give it to them, right? So surrendering our control is giving it over to the all that is, to the infinite nature of, you know, the truth of the all that is, the universe, as we sometimes call it. Um, our higher aspect. We surrender it. We give it over. And so another way that you can do this is just be, just be present. And this is really scary for a lot of people initially. And especially when we go through a brand new, greater level expansion, to surrender can once again feel a little bit scary or intimidating. So when we surrender, we're present and we have that within that present moment, the allowance for whatever is in existence to occur. So the allowance of all that is, that includes our emotions, that includes body discomfort, that includes the things that we feel are, you know, out of our control in life or things that we wish that were in control, but we're just allowing we're allowing it all and we just sit with it and sitting with it can be hard. I do recognize that a lot of the coaching and the processes that I use within my coaching are sort of like assisted meditation. I'm here to sit with you through those places where you feel afraid to sit by yourself. And so if you need help, definitely reach out, absolutely reach out. But what we're really doing is sit, sitting with it and allowing whatever is to emerge. And like I said at the beginning of this podcast, sometimes that's shadow work. That means that if there's a lot of old pain bodies within us and we sit still, those pain bodies are going to naturally emerge. They're going to naturally come up. If we expand our consciousness, if we have a heart expansion, and different things like that. If we open up on a new level, that can sometimes cause the void, which causes that discomfort. And we just sit with it. We just allow ourselves to be in that space. And when we do that, things emerge. Now, if we've cleared our shadow work, and this is something that I I briefly touch on in other podcasts, shadow work does end. I talk about this in my book. We reach new levels of shadow work when we're expanding, but what we're really doing is maintenance. Shadow work is clearing out of all of the old pain bodies. So when we've taken care of that shadow work, then what tends to emerge when we're sitting in these 
moments of presence, what emerges is exciting new ideas, desire to create, or, you know, whatever's present in that moment. And sometimes our body is going to tell us, sometimes our emotions are going to tell us. I had a, (laughs) so funny, just before I recorded this podcast, I um, was looking for my glass of water that I had charged in the sun. And my friend said, my friend who's living here said, oh, I, I dumped that out down the sink. I thought you left it out overnight. And it was a real big cue for me because at that moment I wanted to cry. And I thought, hmm, that's a pretty intense reaction for somebody dumping your water out. (laughs) So, you know, so then I sat with it. I sat and I asked my body, what do you need? You know, inner child emotions. What do you need? What do you need from me right now? And I need sunshine and I need rest. And sometimes when we go through these big expansions, when we go through, you know, these awakening collective expansions or personal expansions, um, what we need to do is just listen to what's emerging within that moment. And we might need a lot more rest and we might need a lot more self-care in general. And this is also part of switching into this new, you know, the old paradigm is like action and do and do, 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 and It's very mentally focused in that way, but play, which is what we're moving into. It's that heart space and play has a lot more free flowing movement with it. What I tend to do each morning is I wake up, I meditate and I ask, and sometimes I do sun gazing and I ask the sun or I'll ask my higher self, what is my purpose today? What am I doing today? I, I give myself guidelines throughout, you know, I give myself, um, ideas for what I want to accomplish, but I always tune in and I ask first because that's me living in the present moment. And I'm here to be an example and a guide of this new, and I can't be that if I'm not living in the present. And so I ask myself is, you know, do I need to keep following my calendar or do I, What's emerging right here in this moment that's needing to happen, that's wanting to come out and play or be expressed. So those are the two um, tools that I will share with you. One, moving into the heart space and two, surrender. Um, And both of those are really helpful for when you're entering this void that tends to come up as we go through our awakening. I want to read a part of my book um, to you that talks a little bit about this. Uh, My book is called The Era of the True Creator. And I'm reading page 43, which actually came up this morning. Uh, I did an Instagram live and this is the page that we read. When we open our heart space, all sorts of reactions occur within, such as paranoia or anxiety. We may feel apathetic, as if our inner inertia has stopped, and that nothing really matters. There may be a sense of floating aimlessly, ambivalence, or boredom. These are all the result of the mind responding to the heart opening and struggling to hold on to the illusion it has always held, which keeps us cradled within the human paradigm. We are used to our minds creating false barriers. Boredom is a trick of the mind but it has an important role to play in our expansion. 
It comes when we reach a mental breaking point from the loop of recreated drama. This feeling is the window to truth, a brief recognition of our true potential and the jumping off point for an expansive, limitless creation. Upon reaching moments of boredom, savor the feeling. From this limitless space, we can begin to look for creative pursuits that will assist us to grow in ways we haven't before. So I just wanted to share that with you. Again, that's from my book, The Era of the True Creator. And boredom is good. The void is good. It's the the moment of, it's the jumping off point for true creation. So let yourself revel in it. Let yourself sink into it. Let yourself surrender to it and see what it has in store for you because there's endless, limitless possibility within the void. I also wanted to share with you, just to close this out, that if you are looking for community, if you're looking for somebody to hold you through these processes, I am available for coaching and I have lots of different tools to help you uh, through these different expansion and awakening processes. So you're always welcome to get a hold of me. And if that's not something that you're ready to do yet, what I want to share with you is that I have a really great community on Facebook. It's a group called the True Creator Awakening Community. And I would love to have you in there. It's a beautiful group of people. And the purpose for that is really to start to build this place where people can feel welcome sharing what they're experiencing in their awakening. And I go in there very frequently and share different tools. And, um, you know, I give uh, energy updates for what is going on in the collective and all sorts of things. So I would love to have you join that. And also... Uh, very soon, if you're listening to this in real time, we're going to have another book club. (laughs) So we did one of these last year. It was super awesome. It was really, really fun and very powerful, uh, a beautiful way for us to connect with each other as a community. The book club is free. Um, I do uh, accept donations for the book club meetings, but I would encourage you to join it. And the book that we're going to be going through is the book that I wrote called The Era of the True Creator. And this book, if you don't already have it, it is available both on my website and also on amazon.com. And uh, it doesn't really matter to me which place you you, uh, purchase it through, but it is available on both platforms. And what we're going to be going through is chapter by chapter, talking about any questions that come up, Um, I'll give you the author perspective of, you know, what was going on with me and what came through when I channeled these insights that are in the book and just a deeper understanding, a deeper explanation of all of the concepts that I introduce in that book. So I would love to have you in it. If you want to stay up to date on this, you can join the True Creator Awakening community. And you can also join my newsletter, which is available on my website. And you get a sweet little freebie uh, how to build your intuition and connect with your guides when you um, join my newsletter. All right. Thank you so much for being here. And I will see you in the next episode. Have fun in the void. 
Thank you so much for listening today to the True Creator Podcast. Don't forget to check out the show notes for any links to all of the helpful information I've mentioned here today. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or whatever platform you're tuning in on. Also, head on over to my website at allisonholly.com where you can receive your free download, Five Powerful Tools to Develop Your Intuitive Abilities. Take care, and I'll see you in the next episode.